This podcast contains profanity and explicit material from the outset, which may not be suitable for children or sensitive adults. The views expressed are made in humour and are not designed to offend. Now, now sit, sit back, back and, and enjoy. Boys, I'm going to start this podcast with a joke. Oh, here we go. Go, 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 go. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you call a gentleman that does not have any canines as pets? What? Douglas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Yeah! <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode six of The Three Little Pigs. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. <laughs> the waves are going through the roof. <laughs> With Mexican waves. Woo! See ya! Yeah! All, all both our listeners fucking next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Gentlemen, how are you? Ah, uh, I'm alright. Yeah, not too oh, bad. Fucking, <laughs> dude, that lifeline number. Jesus. Well, just started. You know me, I'm always honest. Yeah. But, yeah, actually, yes. And I like that. If I'm, I'm having you. a good day, I'll tell you. Which yeah. I don't just, remember. Which I've never heard you say ever. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> the last time I actually said it. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, this episode started well, and to be honest, boys, it's going to get worse because. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, because my, um, my topic is going to be pretty negative yeah. today. Yeah, not. Dark, negative. Both. Like, it's, uh, like, um, I generally try to not pick topics like this, but mm. it came to my knowledge recently and I was blissfully unaware. Ah. So I thought, you know, it would be a very. Well, as always, I'm looking forward to being educated. Somewhat. No, oh. Well, I don't know anything about what Educated you're about, and so. depressed. Yeah. I don't get depressed. Kind of sad. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a bit sad as well. No. Don't get sad either. That makes me a sad pounder. <laughs> just emotionally flatline. Just emotionally flatline. <laughs> I think the only emotion I do feel is rage. That's cool. That's, that's the only one that sort of peaks every now and again. So do the people in our two topics. Yeah. Well, what rage? Uh, mm. Oh, well, at some stage, yes. Yeah. 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 And my guy, 100%. One hundred, one hundred, one hundred, and if you don't know, um, there's one hundred, and then there's one hundred. That's <laughs> mm, more than one hundred. Yeah, but yeah. less than one hundred and one. Yes, it's the same as one hundred, but better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a time in uh in high school where we tried to create a new number uh, between eight and nine. <laughs> Didn't work out very well. <laughs> Come on. It was called it was called Rumple, and it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It's between eight and nine. So, like, eight is still eight, nine is still nine, but Rumpel's in the middle, and everything has to move up one to Rump, like, because Rumpel's in place. It, it took us about two hours to try and work it out. <laughs> in the end, we just didn't. <laughs> but what's. Oh, don't even. No. <laughs> no, no, because no, we I, I might be able to answer some questions. <laughs> How did, how did you come up with the name? Oh, uh, we were just dicking around. We were in high school. Just okay, so around. the name has no... The na- yeah, the name is immaterial, but it was just a number between eight and nine, I think. Yeah, it was eight and... I'm sure it was eight well, and nine. Why wouldn't you call it, like, Iron or Nate? Like... Because that's just... 
equivalents of eight and nine. We wanted this to be completely different. You're throwing logic into the... Yeah, see? Sorry, sorry. See, back in... You know, if, if you've got questions on how it would work and the way that numbers work, it's easy. Just everything's just moved up one. But it's still the same value, if that makes sense. I've got a fucking headache. <laughs> I'm not good at I can't ass. wait until we do episode rumple. It's going to be so good. <gasps> yes, done. But see, it's not eight and a half. It's, and it's not nine. And it's not nine. It's okay. I kind of like it, like a Twilight episode. And kind of. We should do something like completely different. Done. To like just break form, break format, don't do the segments. Or Music just- episode where we just sing the whole time. Uh. <laughs> Musical. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Yes. A musical episode. That would be amazing. And that was a lovely can of bullet bourbon. The, the least heartburning bourbon <laughs> in Australia. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the nicest of all premixes and the least heartburning. Least heartburning. <laughs> It's, and yeah, I did not know that it was actually a bourbon. I thought it, I thought like that was it, like this. Yeah. The bill of bourbon. Yeah. Didn't realise. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever tried it post-mix from the bottle. Oh, and I'm going to get some. It's only like, it's like... 45 bucks a bottle. Yeah, 40, yeah. 45. It's like equivalent mm. of other spirits we drink anyway, so... You'll have to uh, get forgive some. my burps. Uh, they're quite Chinesey. Did you have Chinese food? Yeah, I had oh, Chinese. Nice. Food. So, what did you have from the Chinese <laughs> for your Chinese meal? I had uh, special fried rice, satay chicken, no beef, satay oh, beef, beef, sweet yeah. sour, yeah. sweet sour pork, yep, and sweet chili chicken. Nice. I think that was it. A few spring rolls. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's a yeah. gimme. Yeah, tasty. It was alright. It was a new one on Uber Eats. Nice. So yeah. Thought nice. we give it a crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't. Uh, do we sponsor or are sponsored by Uber Eats in any way? Not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. I like Not yet. That. Oh. <gasps> you know what we should do? Right. Right. Once we get the merch made up and we get the bumper stickers, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, we run around and just, like, every time I order Uber Eats, I'll ninja out the garage and slap a sticker on the back. So you're going to have one car with about 14 stickers <laughs> on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get a variety of Uber Eats drivers. <laughs> So if there's uh, if there's Chinese smell and burps, that was you. Yeah, sorry about cool. that. That's okay. So, uh, is it, if it, as long as it smells nice. It should do. Yeah. Probably mix. <laughs> uh, Dave's, yeah, Dave's... Dave's mixed Dave, with a bit yeah. of the uh, wild turkey. So also, uh, we're also sponsored... Uh, not sponsored by wild turkey. It's the... Uh, it's, it's not oh, the least heartburning. I don't think it's... Well, wild turkey I think, probably the most heartburning. Oh, um, yeah. I would not yeah. like one. Anyway, I, I don't think it's so much as sponsored as probably produced mm. is more because the alcohol produces a content. Do you know what? For the show. That's. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An epiphany. An epiphany. I've never met the guy, but yeah. <laughs> I would have thought it would be more of a girl's name. Epiphany. 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 <laughs> Epiphany Stevenson, come back here now. <laughs> Epiphany, your Uber Eats is here. <laughs> but no, no, you're right. It does. It sounds like a like a name, possibly a lady's name. Mm. Epiphany. Epiphany. Dog's Epiphany. name. You don't want to say. Nah. You don't want to say I've had an epiphany. Wow. But yeah, I um, uh, yeah, we we were hit with some heartbreaking news this week, boys. Metallica <clears throat> has been cancelled. 
we all have some choice words uh, yeah. on the topic. For the sake of not being sued, we wish the band well. Nah, I got some choice words for James. Yeah. 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 <laughs> James, you want more of this? Yeah. <laughs> Give me fuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go to rehab? Yeah. Nah, seriously, wishing yeah. well. And yeah. yeah, I mean. No, it's a hard, it's a hard time. Especially <clears> like <throat> the stage they're at now, like, because they're all, they're all guys now. Yeah, and man. They're all above their 50s, aren't they? Yeah. At least. Late 50s. At least. Yeah, I don't think... Um, I don't... Oh, what's what's the I don't think Mike, John Yeah, I don't think Tr- Trudeau's... Tr- Rob Trudeau. Yeah, that's the one. I don't think he's... Nah. ...of that calibre. But, like, you know, that's, like, for the whole... You know, he's obviously had issues his whole life with it. and Yeah, yeah. It's a shame in one sense that the gig's been cancelled, but if it means they continue on, then, you know... they Well, it's only been postponed, so... Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. know if I can... I'd be honest, I don't know if I could be arse rebooking. It's all right, because like, it was me that did it, so... No, I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it later. Yeah. It was mostly for Slipknot for me. Yeah. Slipknot, woo! Yeah, woo! Um, but, yeah. It was, it was yeah, because it was, like, because we all, you know, different um, different days off to get and, you know, other stuff. And, yeah. However, for our listeners, in place, we're going to have an absolute blinder of a day out. Is that yeah. still on? Yeah, we just yep. need yeah. to get cracking on the organisation. We, I think I'm keen for it. I I'm f- definitely... I mean, I'm off. I've got the day yeah, and the day after I've, off. I've so. got four days yeah, off, Dave. I think. Something. Yeah, I'm off both days. Um, the Thursday and the Friday. So, yeah, let's... let's. I mean, we let's let's organise a night. Let's... Well, I mean, it doesn't Ice have to be us three. We get more. Iceman's keen to do... Sweet. I think we should... I think we should do a lunch thing. And my mm-hmm. thought is, and I think I've told you guys already, we should have a Viking day. Yeah, mm. we'd go out like even get like the horns with the the hats with the horns and shit, and just just, uh, just fucking, appropriate some culture. Just be dickheads. Mm. Uh, we're gonna go axe throwing. Yeah, oh yeah, go there's axe an axe throwing, throwing thing we can do. And then we gotta find like a ye old tavern. But it'll be so, uh, yeah. it'll be Octobery Fest anyway, so there'll be like mm. beery things like steins. Like, yeah, yeah, just big yeah. beers and that. Well, most beers is big for me because I'm like little, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, even regular size beers. Yeah. And it's, it's, a this regular sized bear. This can of Billa bourbon is enormous. Yeah, and we won't be able to get any Bruce Willis spritzers either. Oh no! So, <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, let's go. Let's do, like we'll do it. We'll do something. Yeah, um, wicked. And we'll report back on our day of a day of joy. Mm. Of course, cast afterwards. We won't be able to see ourselves blind. It'll be what? And, and what, what? A cast <laughs> afterwards in a rock bar? If yeah. It's, <laughs> no, if it's like <laughs> if it's like Jerusalem. so. Yeah, Mark, last man. We're in a pub. It's quite noisy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what though? We could uh, extrapolate bits for the show during the day th- on our phones. Yeah, like just oh, like sound clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode Rumpel. Wow. Yeah. Episode Rumpel. Episode Rumpel is going to be made up of sound clips of this day out, yeah. night out. Because I'm going to make sure we make it to evening time and go to a rock bar. Because okay. the, the, there is a, I know there is a rock bar on a Thursday, I believe. Is it a Thursday? Thurs- uh, yeah, yeah, Thursdays. Yeah, it is, yeah. That does karaoke, but it's rock karaoke, but it's <gasps> with the band. It's bandy okey. I've always wanted to yeah. try that. Ro- Rocky okey, or whatever it's called. Rocky it certainly, okey. it was on last Thursday, so I assume it's a thing. Yeah. A Did you get up thing. and have a crack? Or? No, I wasn't there. It's someone that I've got on Snapchat that okay. was there. I so it's I, like, oh yeah. It sounds, got, it, but because the place is like a rock bar anyway, yeah. I'm a, presuming it's going to be an ongoing thing. Yeah. You got me pissed enough, I'd get up there. Oh yeah. I'd give it a good yeah. crack. Challenge accepted. I want to do the drums. Yeah. <laughs> get out the way, you yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do half a teacher. <laughs> 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 Just 
just starts playing like Lamb of God. Yeah. Takes a leaf out of like Chris Adler's book. Yeah. <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Dave. Oh. I was going to say, we'll go to Bandioki. You yeah. get in the drums. Yeah. I'll get in the guitar. Yeah. We'll play Metallica. Which one? <gasps> Because it's the night that yes. Metallica was going to come and play. Yes, you can sing it. Yes, yeah. We will request them to, to let play. us. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, or like Dave said, just yeah. kick him out, and you guys can start. Yeah, playing. yeah, yeah. It has, oh, to, yeah. It has to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Done. Did, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I would know. I'd, like I know Metallica songs. No, it's karaoke, so there's words. Yeah, we got this done. Because the uh, the point is, you go up and sing with yeah. the band. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Done. This is band. Nice. Yeah. Oh, right, I hope it's on. I hope it's on. I'll check. I'll, I'll check the Facebook and that. And if it's on, we're on. Right. My star. My star. See, it's left there. I'll just, I'll just go up and like give you shit on the drums to begin with. <laughs> just boom, t- 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 boom, and then I go right. I get to go. <laughs> I'll just do your own. Darkness, it burned me. I'm gonna see. That's great. Um, are we starting on fuckwits? Uh, oh, wait, have you, you might have a plug for us. I, yeah, I got a plug, which is out of the norm for me this week. Uh, I think Dave's got one as well. So, um. What? what? What gave it away? <laughs> me going, me? Yeah. Me? I got yeah. one too. <laughs> All right. So this week, my plug comes from an associate uh, of mine. Her name is Brittany George. I believe she's uh, started a relatively new photo company. Um, so for all your newborn, baby, maternity, and family photography, you can contact Brittany George on 0421 060 one seven seven. She is Brittany George Photography. So <laughs> give me a jingle. Give me a jingle. You can find Brittany George Photography on social media. She's on Smile <laughs> Brittany George Photography is available on Facebook or Instagram at Brittany George Photography. Brittany George Photography. Brittany George Photography. Or you can contact her on email at Brittany George Photography at hotmail.com. Or Alternatively, go to the website, Brittany, www.brittanygeorge.com.au. That's Give me Brit- one more time, I missed it. <laughs> That's Brittany George Photography. Yeah. All right. No, but seriously, support local businesses. Support, support up and... <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Support up and coming artists, such yeah, as ourselves. Absolutely. absolutely. Such as ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are we artists? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Thing is, the next time people are getting their photos taken, they can elect to have us on in the back, like the, the play the podcast in the background. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're gonna hear some funny things, so just yeah, yeah. carry on. Whoa, <laughs> fuck happened there? A drop of guts. Oh, it sounded like glass. What's up there? <laughs> a tube. A tube. Ah, shit. Now you pulled at me. Yeah. <laughs> what you got for us, Dave? I have another podcast plug from the United States. So, the Time of Death podcast, uh, it is Taylor and Douglas. Oh, hang on. Wait, you know how I always say the combined name of the yes, artist? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tugless. 
Nice. Nice. Okay, every week they dive into another topic related to the capital punishment in the United States and around the world. Uh, Join them uh, as they explore, rant, and call out the criminal justice system and the most controversial form of punishment in the modern day. Controversial, mm. like they're challenging things. Wow, sounds, yeah. sounds interesting. So they've what done stuff on the electric chair, lethal gas, medieval executions, which was mint. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of shit we're in. Like not yeah. like doing it, but like learning about it. <laughs> Look, learn about the Judas Cradle. It's oh, mm. yeah, up on the inside. Yeah, split your own half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't they just kill people regularly, like mm. back in those days? <laughs> like they were on, but they were on a lot of like. Heroin and stuff back in medieval times, mm. weren't they? Yeah, they're all you know, lot of opium. Cray cray in the world, yeah, yeah, like opium. Like if you if you had a cold, you just went to the doctor and he gave you some opium. It depends. I like to think that people were less inhibited. I think inhibitions mm. were less back then. Everyone's all like, "Ooh, you can't do that!" And Ooh, let's wrap people in cotton wool. Let's go back to splitting people in half. <laughs> like, okay, gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also the the executions allowed people to play out things that were going on in their head. Oh, like, like Hostel, the yeah. movie. Yeah, so yeah. it was more of the fact of they could watch, because it used to be a pu- like public uh, executions where like you had to like f- queue for hours and hours and hours. It was like three shillings to get in. Yeah, yeah, it was a big, big thing. They had markets running around watching some guy get fucking strung up, or in this case, fucking Judas cradled. Yeah. So, uh, once again, it is Douglas, or Taylor Douglas from the uh, Time of Death podcast, so check him out. And uh, give them a like and share on all the normal bits and pieces. They're all over it. So, yeah. Time of death. Time Shout of death. out. Nice. Time of death. And I've only just clicked what the name means. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. it's good. That's cute. All right, Jay, I believe you have our first fuckwit of the week. I do. I do. And it, it's fuckwits of the week again. Because, right, bank machines, ATMs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so oh, he's laughing already. Uh, sorry. Uh, do, you, do you know what it is? No, no, no. Oh, it's just okay. that. Uh, no, I probably. Can't. Oh no, I'm not saying bank machines are fuckwits. Bank no, machines no, are so good guys. There was like a thing running around at work the other week, and someone's like, "Hey, if I said ATM to you, what do you think it means?" And my, <laughs> <laughs> and my, first, my first response was, "As Pass you would." <laughs> yeah. What you would think it would be? Yeah. Automatic yeah. teller machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a South Park episode where they Is talk it? about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Must best, be true, yeah. best do trout. <laughs> best do trout. Anyway, bank bank machines. They give you money when you're drunk. Yeah. It's yes. good, right? However, sometimes in uh, when you go to the bank or at certain like bank machine locations, there's like two machines right next to each other. Yes. Now, this is up for debate and discussion. Mm-hmm. When you got two machines and they're working, and there's two people at them. Yes. You obviously, you queue, you want to be the next one to get to the machine to get money out. Yes. So, what is correct? One queue for both machines, or each machine has its own individual queue? One queue, two machines. Dave? It depends. If you've walked into an already scenario where there's already two queues, mm-hmm. one queue, one machine, is it mm-hmm. one per machine? Yep. Or alternatively, if it's single file and to split off to both machines? Mm-hmm. You get, so it'll be a, you stick, yeah. You yeah. stick towards there. Yeah. Okay. Well, this fuckwit. Mm. The I went into a bank. It was in Scotland actually. Mm. Went to the bank to get money out because it was raining outside and I wasn't standing in the rain. Mm. And um, walked up two machines in the bank mm-hmm. and uh, two people at them. Oh, oh, 
great. I'll stand in the middle of them mm. to make it very obvious to the next person that whoever's free first, I will be going to their next. Yeah. Now, person walks in, out the rain, walks, and just like I was, I was talking, turned around, and just as that person walked away, they walked in right round the outside and went right into the fucking machine. Fucker. Absolute fuckwit. It's mm. kind of your own fault for being distracted. No, it was clearly obvious that I was in the middle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm always on your side. I was the only one there as well. So I'm like, always on but your even, side. even as the only person there, like I would still presume that person is going to be next. Yeah. No, no, no. This fuckwit walked right around, right up to the machine, um, and obviously, like, obviously, to my like annoyance, the person, the next machine, the person was like, "Well, I was going to put money in once, so it takes yeah. the transaction takes longer." Like, that's yeah. fine, but that, that should have been me there. Yeah. So for that person, you know who you are because I made it vocal. I made it known. You're and this quite. this cast gets quite around uh, your hometown. Yeah, yeah. it does. It yeah, gets, it gets around there. Yeah, it's around. Yeah, I hope this person hears. Yeah, if any oh, people people yeah, where I'm from knows who he is, who they pa- are, oh, who them is them they them I. they I it's Zai. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Punch him right in the fucking face. Right in the right in the lady penis. <laughs> It was a lady. <laughs> oh, a lady. Oh. I thought, how, how rude. She's yeah. not follow Q etiquette. Controversial. It's Q etiquette. It's simple. I get most of my weekly fuckwits are just Q etiquette things. Yeah. Just, just in different life scenarios. I think, in the, in I think that spawned from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a restaurant. My, some of my mates said, all you talk about is Q etiquette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now it's just, yeah, yeah, think, it's you know, a thing. Do these people not know we've been uh, sanctioned by the government to enforce Q etiquette? <laughs> Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. the FBI are here again. <laughs> and this podcast is sponsored to you by the FBI. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Q Etiquette. <laughs> um, it should be an app that, that, <laughs> yeah. lets you know, that lets you know when you fucked up yeah. in Q Etiquette. Yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. Warning. Warning. <laughs> you are being a fuckwin. Jump the line, you prick. Yeah. Uh, what you got for us? All right. My fuckwit of the week. Uh, I actually meant to bring this up last episode, but for some reason I forgot. All right, so I got Uber Eats. Oh, you're talking Uber Eats seems to be a hot topic tonight. Mm, yeah, hot Eats. topic. Anyway, hot topic. I got uh, Uber Eats McDonald's for breakfast with the family and shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and the local one near us. Yep. Always fuck shit up. They mm-hmm. always get something wrong when you order it, or with especially with Uber. More mm. Uber so lately. Mm. Anyway, so we didn't get an entire muffin. Uh, like a, uh, I think it was a sausage and egg muffin. Right. So it's quite an important part of the, yeah, the meal. Yeah. It was my breakfast. Oh, All right. So oh my God. they missed out on my muffin. So usually I just leave it. I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, but I had enough. So I rung, I rung them. Oh, oh hell hath rained down upon Maccas. <laughs> now, first of all, the manager, a lady, answered, didn't say her name. Mm-hmm. Which is to me is you answer the phone. Hello, this is McDonald's. Tiffany speaking, or whatever her name was. Oh, some places don't. Like mm. sometimes it's just a general query that doesn't require names. Mm. I get it. In a manager of an establishment, you'd probably I'd answer with my name. Anyway, so that was my okay. first gripe. So I proceeded to tell her what was wrong, and I gave her the receipt number and all that sort of stuff. Now my second gripe is that she doesn't put me on hold. So I hear her talking to the staff, <laughs> right, about who packed the bag, yeah. right? So she's like, hey, so-and-so, did you pack this bag? Did you put the muffin in there? And and I can hear the other staff member go, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. 
right? That, so that's that's how it went. Well, he's on the fucking phone complaining the deck. Yeah. So she comes back on the phone, all right? And I think she doesn't know that I just heard the conversation that happened. Mm. So, yeah, not putting me on hold, second gripe. Actually, it's a schoolboy error. Yeah. 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 Rookie. So she comes back and she goes, all right, look, so what I can do for you is write your name in the book and then you can come down and pick up a free muffin. And I'm like, and this is where I lost my shit. Because, no, I was diplomatic and I was nice enough. I didn't yell or or swear until later. (laughs) Until then. But um, I said, look, I hate to be a pain, but why would I want to come down and pick it up? I just ordered Uber Eats. Like, that's the whole point of me not coming down there. Can you send it out? Oh, no, we don't do that. And then <laughs> and then she said, what'd she say? I said something like, I, I whinged a bit more about that's not what I wanted and you guys get stuff all the wrong, like wrong mm-hmm. all the time sort of thing. And then she says to me, I'm quoting here from what I can remember. So I'm paraphrasing, yeah, but no, yeah, it's, it's going to be close. Anyway, <clears throat> she goes, look, like that's the first, she goes, <gasps> oh, no. she goes, look, I spoke to my staff and they told me that they packed it. And I'm, and then, and then, and then this, it just gets worse. Oh, no. I, so this is what I responded with. I said, so, so what? You're calling me a liar. I said, you think I would fucking ring up on my, on a Sunday morning and whinge about one muffin that's miffing, missing, like it's like three dollars something. You think I've got the time to waste talking to you about this? But like, and I just, I went on a tangent. <laughs> I went on a tangent. And this is why the government is. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> but like, where has where has the uh, the old uh, retail thing of the customers always right gone? She basically fucking inferred that I was a liar over a fucking three dollar fifty muffin. It pissed me right off. And Fair for enough. that reason, she is a fuckwit. Do you feel better you got it out? Because I would feel better if I got that out. Oh. I was just going to say, because we, uh, we, felt- ordered, we ordered Uber Eats that morning too, and we got a free sausage and bring muffin. This was in the car. Do you want this? <laughs> Wait, would you, what would you do if your Uber Eats driver like, came with a completely different meal from a different area? Like, he's, obviously, mm. like, so... Like, so you've ordered, uh, like, Domino's. Oh, wait, no, some, something, right? So you've ordered food from a completely different place. Yeah. And he goes, oh, this was in my car, and it's like a Big Mac. Would you take it? If my food wasn't there? Yeah. No, 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 but if he gave you your food, plus, like, oh, this fell out the last person's bag, no. would you take it? No. It was like, a, it was an opened one. Like, like <laughs> no. <it> just, <laughs> no. Would you like this Big Mac? <laughs> I got me some Big Mac in the back of my car. <laughs> I've removed the sauce with I- my tongue. <laughs> and added my own. Uh, uh, Look, to be fair, I felt a little bit bad because she played the whole, you don't need to yell and swear at me, sir. And, but <laughs> fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't you know, need to take this abuse. <laughs> but like, like, I wonder how many people they have for like just trying shit like that just to get because there will be people that do mm. that kind yeah. of stuff. Like, yeah, there would be. Just trying to get free stuff. There would be. You know? I just don't like being called a liar. Fair well, bloody enough, man. Inferred. She yeah. didn't call me a liar, but she yeah. inferred I was a liar. <laughs> I'm going to start Uber Eats and like McMuffins to your house. <laughs> just like free the morning, the guy's banging on the door. You I just hope she, yeah. Uh, I just hope she doesn't listen to the cast because it was a pretty memorable conversation. 
I'm never listening to that podcast again. <laughs> My one is oh, the Hansons stars Belly Hurt and Horror Crash. Um, oh, no, oh no, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, which one? all of them? They oom bopped in front of a car. Oom bop. I think my car crashed. Boom. Oh, he's got a broken collarbone, three broken ribs, and a partridge and a cracked scapula. Um, a cracked what? Scapula. What's that? Chest. Oh, like kind of collarbone-y. Collarbone. Yeah. Well, yes, the days to have a real <clears throat> nice car. Wait. We crashed. It's not very nice anymore. Isn't your scapula your shoulder blade? Oh, up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's a- I just sang a fucking really funny song. You don't even listen. No, sorry. Let me sing it again. No, you're not getting it. Listen back. All right. My one's going to keep it pretty low-key because, as, as we said earlier, our topics are uh, a bit dark, a bit heavy. So, but either way, I'm going to shout them out. From over east, a group of teenagers decide to be excessively cruel towards a rabbit. Um, and... It turns out there's a loophole where they're going to get away with it, apparently. They may not get charged for assaulting the rabbit, hitting the rabbit. Oh, really? Yeah. So, before I'm, I'm already judging before they've been heard or caught, but you gentlemen are a bunch of fuckwits <clears throat> for uh, being cruel towards that rabbit. <sighs> I saw the video today on the news. Oh. I did turn it off in front of my kids. It was not good. That's horrible. It happens yeah. too much. Yeah. You hear about animal cruelty all yeah. the time. It happens too much. So and wh- it's part of the fucking McDonald triad. As well. It is. Yes. They're probably yes. little serial killer. Little little fire saying, yeah. yeah bed wetting motherfuckers. Kicking rabbit fucks. I hope they hear this. Yeah. yeah. So do I. Fuck from them. A, from a stony jail cell. <laughs> nah, we <laughs> all But you know. said there was a loophole. What, what is the loophole? I'm not sure that the RSPCA's come on the TV today and said, we don't think they're going to get charged because of some loophole. Well, they didn't go into it because they don't really want to abuse that loophole. Because <laughs> then everyone's running about not fucking rabbits. <laughs> a whole lot of rabbits being... Yeah. If you want to get away with uh, yeah. animal cruelty, yeah. this is how you do yeah. it. Yeah. So, oh. that was my uh, fuckwits of the week. Don't have any names because obviously hasn't been, they haven't been identified yet, but the video's there. So, if you find it online, know who they are. Speak to the authorities because they're fuckwits. It's probably got something to do with them being juveniles. Yeah. Yeah. Damn yous. I fucking hate yous. <laughs> the youth. <laughs> the youth. <laughs> the youth. <laughs> the youth. <laughs> I don't like youths. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, like, oh yeah, let's go see that old guy down the road. Oh yeah, what's his name? Mr. Fartlips. <laughs> you youth, go away. <laughs> Damn youth. <laughs> Boys, um, as we said earlier, the uh, the topics are going to get a bit uh, a bit gory. We're going down the rabbit hole. Pardon the pun. With uh, these ones. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, if you. If you thought cruelty to a rabbit was bad, let me take, to, take you back to the 1970s. Ooh. Now, I actually felt the need to uh, write a disclaimer at the wow. start of this, because that's how bad it goes. Wow. Or it gets. And normally I don't do topics of this calibre. Um, and unfortunately, the next cast, we do have got another one for it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, let's keep it, let's keep it going. Um, from the outset, I'm not expecting many laughs or many jokes. Mm-hmm. We can try and... There is a bit of history here. Challenge accepted. <laughs> no, 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 once I start. No, once I start, I get into it. Um, and do you know what? My sources are probably going to be a bit of a giveaway. Um, anyway, so I, I felt the need to write a disclaimer for this one. 
So, boys, I'm going to read the disclaimer and cue. <laughs> okay, what, what, once he stops doing that, we're actually going to, by, by the powers of technology, cue the Himalayan throat music. The following topic goes into the civil war of Cambodia and the genocide that took place afterwards. It is meant to be an informative topic and in no way is this to be taken as offensive or a joke towards any of the victims or the families and friends that have been affected by this in any way back then and today. Its content is somewhat historical but very graphic, so those of a lesser disposition you might not want to keep listening. Oh wait, no, does that not mean like that you go to the toilet a lot? Uh, or like something, I don't know. I, yeah, anyway. Lower people? Stop fucking up the disclaimer! Lower people? No, that's shorter people. <laughs> that's like my people. <laughs> my peeps. My, my peeps. The hit people. <laughs> we are the hit people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, I'll just... We'll keep that bit in, but it, <laughs> its content is somewhat historical and very graphic. So those of a lesser disposition may not want to keep listening. I'd further like to apologise in advance for my pronunciation of people and places, which may not be correct. Mm. You can barely speak English anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not racist at all. Okay, so my sources, as always, are uh, Wikipedia, which is a good source of uh, possible fake information, endgenocide.com, <laughs> um, and also an article that's been produced by the BBC. Um, the Cambodian Civil War it was a civil war <laughs> in Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> Fought between the forces of the Communist Party of Kampuchea, uh, which are also known as the Khmer Rouge. Ah. Um, they were supported by North Vietnam and the Viet Cong. Now, this was against the government forces of the Kingdom of Cambodia and after October 1970, known as the, uh, the Khmer Republic, which had succeeded the kingdom. Now, both were supported by the United States and South Vietnam. The struggle was complicated by the influence and actions of the allies of the two warring sides. <clears throat> North Vietnamese People's Army of Vietnam, known as PAVN, Pavan, 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 Pavan. Yeah, Pavan. Uh, their involvement was designed to protect its base areas and sanctuaries in eastern Cambodia, uh, without which the prosecution of its military uh, effort in South Vietnam would have been more difficult. The presence uh, was at first tolerated by Prince Sihanouk. Sihanouk? 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 I don't know. Um, he was the Cambodian head of state. But domestic resistance combined with China and North Vietnam uh, continuing to provide aid to the anti-government Khmer Rouge alarmed Sihanouk and caused them to go to Moscow to request the Soviets reign, oh, sorry, the Soviets reign in the behaviour of North Vietnam. Hmm. Oh, so the Ruskies going to go and yeah. So he, he was went, like, he was like, oh, he went like, to the Russians. Yeah, he went to <clears throat> Mad Vlad and his mob, hmm. and said, "Going to Giza dig out." It's probably the only joke we're going to be able to make. Yeah, <laughs> this, wow. to be um, the deposition of Sihanouk by the Cambodian National Assembly in March 1970 uh, followed wide-scale protests in the capital against the presence of the Pavan troops in the country. Now, this put a pro-American government in power, which was later declared as the Khmer Republic. They demanded that the Pavan leave Cambodia. The Pavan refused, and at the request of the Khmer Rouge, they promptly invaded Cambodia in force. So between March and June 1970, the North Vietnamese captured most of the 
sorry, most of the northeastern third of the country in engagements with the Cambodian army. The North Vietnamese turned over some of their conquests and provided other assistance to the Khmer Rouge, thus empowering uh, what at the time was only a small guerrilla movement. The Cambodian government hastened to expand its army to combat uh, the North Vietnamese and the growing power of the Khmer Rouge. So the US was motivated by the desire to buy time for its withdrawal from Southeast Asia um, to protect its ally in South Vietnam uh, and to prevent the spread of communism to Cambodia. So American and both South and North Vietnamese forces directly participated at one time or another uh, in the fighting. So the US assisted the central government with the massive US aerial bombing campaigns and direct material and financial aid, while the North Vietnamese kept soldiers on the land that they'd previously occupied and occasionally engaged the Cayman Republic army in ground combat. After five years of savage fighting, the Republican government was defeated, and on the 17th of April 1975, uh, the victorious Cayman Rouge proclaimed the establishment of the Democratic Campuchia. Campuchia. Uh, the war caused a refugee crisis in Cambodia um, with 2 million people, so more than 25% of the population, displaced from rural areas into the cities, especially Phnom Penh, uh, which grew from about 600,000 in 1970 to an estimated population of nearly 2 million by 1975. Whoa. Yeah, quite a lot, quite quick. Yeah. Um, children were widely used during and after the war, often being persuaded or, or forced to commit atrocities. The Cambodian government estimated that more than 20% of the property in the country had been destroyed during the war, and in total, an estimated 275 to 310,000 people were killed as a result of the war. The conflict was part of the Second Indochina War, which ran between 1955 and 1975. Uh, This also consumed the neighbouring kingdom of Laos, South Vietnam, and North Vietnam individually, referred to as the Laotian... Laotian Civil War and the Vietnam War, respectively. Mm. Uh, the Cambodian Civil War led to the Cambodian Genocide, which is one of the bloodiest in history, mm. which is what the main of this topic, topic is. Was all about, yeah. <clears throat> so just a little bit of history for you. Um, Holy shit. But there's a couple of uh, things that took place first that you might, Chris might want to go into in the coming weeks. A couple of military operations. Ooh. Operation Menu and Operation Freedom Deal. Yeah. Freedom is free! <laughs> so, although the US had been aware of the Pavin uh, Viet Cong sanctuaries in Cambodia since 1966, um, President Johnson, so Lyndon B. Johnson, mm-hmm. if you know your American president, had chosen not to attack them due to possible international repercussions and his belief that Sihanouk could be convinced to alter his policies. Johnson, however, did authorise the reconnaissance teams of highly classified uh, military assistance command and the Vietnam Studies and Observations Group, SOG. So I guess that might be the, the kind of like secret spy forces. Mm. SOG. Um, SOG, yeah, SOG. SOG. Mm. Um, so he, he's authorised them to enter Cambodia and gather intelligence on base areas in 1967. However, the election of Richard Nixon in '68 and the introduction of his policies of gradual US withdrawal from South Vietnam and the Vietnamization of conflict there changed everything. On the 18th of March, 1969, on secret orders from Nixon and Henry Kissinger, the US Air Force carried out the bombing of Base Area 353 in the Fishhook region, opposite South Vietnam's Tainan province. 59 B-52 Stratofortress bombers. 
59. 59 of the fuckers. That seems a bit excessive. This strike was the first in a series of attacks on sanctuaries that lasted until May 1970. And during Operation Menu, the Air Force conducted 3,875 3, sorties and dropped more than 108,000 tons of ordnance between the eastern, oh, sorry, on the eastern border areas. Holy shit. Only five ranking congressional officers were informed of the bombing. So they got the full menu then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. They got it all and they got it now. Yeah. In the words of Queen. Similar. Um, Operation Freedom Deal followed Operation Menu. Um, So under Freedom Deal from uh, the 19th of May 1970... Until August 73, the US bombing of Cambodia extended over the entire eastern half of the country. Uh, It was especially intense in the heavily populated uh, southeastern quarter of the country, including a wide ring surrounding the largest city of Phnom Penh. In the larger areas, according to the maps of the US bombing sites, it appeared that nearly every square mile was hit by bombs. Wow. It's a lot of bombs. (laughs) That's a lot of bombs. Or as, you know, Dave would say, Oh, shit, that's a lot of bombs, bro. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's being racist, mister. <laughs> Sorry about that, G. Oh. So the effectiveness of the US bombing on the, the Khmer Rouge and the death toll of the Cambodian civilians is disputed. So there's limited data, um, but the range of the Cambodian deaths caused by the US bombings Maybe between thirty thousand and one hundred and fifty thousand Cambodian civilians and Khmer yeah. Rouge fighters. That's a big yeah. gap between thirty yeah. thousand and one hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah, like, and you know, they probably just didn't claim that at the time. Mm. Nah, we only kill like thirty thousand guys. It's fine. And they were all soldiers. <laughs> Where have we heard that before? Oh, oh. topical. Ooh. Um. Another impact of the US bombing and the Cambodian Civil War was to destroy the homes and livelihood of many people. And this was a heavy contributor to the the refugee crisis in Cambodia. So it has been argued that the US intervention in Cambodia contributed to the eventual seizure of power by the Khmer Rouge. Um, They grew from 4,000 in number in the 70s, sorry, 1970, to 70,000 in 1975. But this has been disputed with documents uncovered from the Soviet archives revealing that the North Vietnamese offensive in Cambodia in 1970 was launched at the explicit request of the Khmer Rouge following negotiations with Nguyen Chia. I don't know if I pronounced that right. That's a person. That's right. Um, It's also been argued that the US bombing was uh, decisive in delaying the Khmer Rouge victory. Um. Victory in Vietnam, which apparently is the official war history of the People's Army of Vietnam, um, candidly states that the communist insurgency in Cambodia had already increased from 10 guerrilla teams to several tens of thousands of fighters only two months after the North Vietnamese invasion in April 1970. Uh, As a direct result of the the Pavin seizing 40% of the country, handing it over to the communist insurgents and then actively supplying and training the insurgents. There was a lot of shit going on back then. Yeah, that's mental. A lot of shit. Holy crap. However, the killing caves of Nom Sampu are a Khmer Rouge execution site on the Nom Sampu, which is a hill, the living caves southwest of Batambang in western Cambodia. Now, the Khmer Rouge killed their victims on top of a cave at the rim of a daylight shaft or a ceiling hole and then they threw the dead body into the cave 
Men and women were placed in separate caves and clothing was placed in another. There are a number of caves at uh, Nom Sampau Sampau Hill uh, that have traditionally served as Buddhist temples. Uh, Today, there's a large glass memorial in the cave next to the skulls and bones and a golden reclining Buddha that can be reached by a staircase. A memorial assembled from cyclone fencing and chicken wire contains human bones at the base of the stairway. Now, this is something you can go and visit. If you want, you probably don't want to. Not now. Yeah, I've kind of. So I mean, this isn't really doing good for the tourist board of Cambodia, is it? No. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of a history well, lesson, though. To be yeah, fair, good. I don't think everybody really goes to Cambodia anyway. It's well, I think I think because it's still like quite like oh, not sure if we should go there. Yeah, like I think it's good. There's a bit of a risk factor, so people don't really want to no. go. Um, and if that was bad, this gets worse. The Cambodian genocide was carried out by the Khmer regime under the leadership of Pol Pot and it resulted wow. in the deaths of approximately 1.5 to 2 million people from 1975 to 1979, nearly a quarter of Cambodia's 1975 population. Holy shit, four years. Which wow. was estimated to be about 7.8 million of total population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Holy shit. The Khmer Rouge wanted to turn the country into a socialist agrarian republic founded on the policies of ultra-Maoism. Now, Maoism, or the Mao Zedong thought, another term for it, is the Chinese communist variety of Marxism and Leninism, Leninism even, uh, that a guy called Mao Zedong developed for realising a socialist revolution in the agriculture pre-industrial society of the People's Republic of China. So from the 50s until the Chinese economic reforms in the late 70s, Maoism was the political and military ideology of the Communist Party of China. Uh, Out of Maoist revolutionary movements throughout the world. So the philosophic difference between Maoism and Marxism-Leninism is that the peasantry are the revolutionary vanguard in the pre-industrial societies rather than the productive forces. So the common folk. Yeah. Yeah, they're the, they should be the ones on top. Huh? Yeah. Um, in 1976, the Khmer Rouge changed the name of the country to Democratic Kampuchea. Uh, t- so to fulfil their goals, the Khmer Rouge emptied the cities and forced the Cambodians to relocate into labour camps in the countryside. This is where mass executions, forced labour, physical abuse, malnutrition, and disease were prevalent. Oh, Approximately sh- twenty thousand people passed through a place known as the the Two Old Slang Centre, which was more commonly known as Security Prison S21. Hmm. One of the 196 prisons, uh, which was operated by the Khmer Rouge, of those 27, uh, sorry, of those 20,000 people that passed through, only seven adults survived. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the prisoners were taken to the killing fields where they were executed, often with pickaxes in order to save bullets, and they were buried in mass graves. Fuck me. Yeah. The abduction and indoctrination of children was widespread and many were persuaded or forced to commit atrocities. So the genocide triggered a second outflow of refugees, many of whom escaped to neighbouring Vietnam and to a lesser extent made their way to Thailand. The Vietnamese invasion of Cambodia ended the genocide by defeating the Khmer Rouge in 1979. So the Khmer Rouge regime was extremely brutal. Uh, The regime generally singled out doctors, teachers, monks... Journalists, the rich, artists, anyone with an education, anyone with ethnic or religious minorities as well. 
They also executed people who could no longer work or make the journey to camps. Those perceived to be in opposition to the party, whether or not this was true, as well as their families, uh, were deemed undesirable, and so they could not be chased down for revenge. Unlike in any other genocides or conflicts, no one was immune from being branded an enemy of the state. Even if one was considered to be on the right side, that could change the next day, and many Khmer Rouge members were also killed during the purges. Children and babies were not exempt for their cruelty. It was often noted, and I quote, to stop the weeds, you must also pull up their roots. Anyone affiliated with Lon Nol's regime or military was also immediately killed. Yeah. No evidence was needed in order to send one to prison, and people often fabricated their confessions of various crimes with the belief that this would end their torment. In reality, they were more often than not executed once they gave up a list of names of new people to arrest. Holy shit. So you're talking like, do you know another doctor? No. Yeah. And that was it. Mm. That's bad. That's terrible, man. Holy yeah. shit. So in the beginning, the executions weren't necessary. Um, starvation served as an effective tool to dispose of undesirable populations. But as more and more people were sent to prison, the Khmer Rouge moved over to a system of killing fields, establishing hundreds all over Cambodia. As the genocide progressed, survival was determined by one's ability to do work on the collective farms. This means that many of Cambodia's elderly, handicapped, ill and children became targets due to their inability to undertake harsh manual labour. Money, free markets, schools, private property, foreign styles of clothing, religious practice and other aspects of traditional Khmer culture were completely abolished and buildings such as schools, pagodas and government properties were turned into prisons. Those were turned into stables, camps and granaries. Family relationships were also heavily criticised and the Khmer Rouge insisted that everyone considered um, a term they called Anka, which translates to the organisation, which refers to the top level of the regime, mm-hmm. as their mother and father. So child soldiers were a tool uh, of the Khmer Rouge. Uh, they were easy to control. It would follow orders without hesitation mm. to the point where many were forced to shoot their own parents. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The Khmer Rouge regime was also well known for having practiced torture and medical experiments. People were imprisoned and tortured only because they were suspected of being against the regime or because other prisoners provided their names under torture. Together with them, their whole families, including children and babies, ended up in prisons and were tortured. And this was done because they feared that their relatives would seek revenge. A sentence stated by Pol Pot again reads that if you want to kill the grass, you have to kill the roots. the most of the prisoners didn't even know why they'd been imprisoned, and if they dared to ask the guards, they used to say that the Ankar, again the, mm. the the heed folk, never makes mistakes, and there was certainly something illegal that they had done. There are many accounts of torture in both S twenty one records and the documents of the trial, uh, which were told by a survivor in his book. Um, tortures were so atrocious and heinous that the prisoners tried in every way to commit suicide, even using spoons. Yeah. The hands, sorry. Ew, that's the worst way to try that. Yeah. The hands were continuously tied behind their backs in order to prevent them from committing suicide or trying to escape. And when it was believed they could not provide further useful information, they were blindfolded and sent to the killing fields. Prisoners were killed at night uh, with peasants' tools, such as scythes or nails with hammers. <laughs> Fuck me. And their screams wow. were covered with loudspeakers playing propaganda music of the democratic... Campuchia. Motherfuckers. And also the noise of the generators. 
Now, further reading for me for this was pretty sobering uh, in that babies and children were also taken out to the killing fields um, where they were executed. They weren't killed, they were executed. The horrific way in which this has occurred, I'm not going to verbalise, however. Um, this information is available online if you really want to delve deep. Mm. I, I do not advise it. Deep dive. Yeah. However, we're bringing it to a lighter note. On the 2nd of January 2001, the Cambodian government established the Khmer Rouge Tribunal to try members of the Khmer Rouge leadership responsible for the Cambodian genocide. The trials began on the 17th of February 2009, and on the 7th of August 2014, Nguyen Chia and a person called Q Sampan were convicted and received life sentences for crimes against humanity during the genocide. This was in 2014. 2014. Yeah, that's way too late for them motherfuckers. Mm. As of 2009, the Cambodian NGO Documentation Centre of Cambodia has mapped some 23,745 mass graves containing approximately 1.3 million suspected victims of execution. You said 23,745 mass graves. Fuck. Which contain approximately 1.3 million victims of execution. Direct execution is believed to account for roughly 60% of the death toll during the genocide, with other victims succumbing to starvation, exhaustion, or disease. And that, my friends, brings an end to this little trip into history. A very poignant piece of history that certainly doesn't have as much remembrance as other atrocities that have taken place in in history. With less impact. But it's also a sobering reminder of what occurred only 44 years ago. Mm. Wow. Thank you for that, Jay. Bloody hell. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Just. <gasps> oh, that's because I fired. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but My boys. To bring it back down a smidgen, what do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. An imposter. <laughs> Just to break the old death bit. Yeah. Fucking dad jokes anonymous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. My, na- my name's Dave. I like telling dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that one, boys. Sorry can, to the listeners. You survived. Can probably start a group, Dad Jokes Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. I'd join that. Yeah. And no one would know. Hi. My name's Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> I'm a dad. I'm a dad jokeaholic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even think of any dad jokes off the top of my head. What'd you call a guy with a bird on his head? Cliff. <laughs> what you call like man? That one. <laughs> what you call man with a paper bag on his head? I don't know. Russell. <laughs> what's What's red and looks like a bucket? I don't know. A red bucket. Aww. What's green and looks like a bucket? A green bucket. No, a red bucket in disguise. Mm. What's brown and sticky? <laughs> a stick. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> What'd you call a lady with one leg? What? Eileen. <laughs> What'd you call a man with uh, four rabbits in his pocket? <laughs> I don't know what. Warren. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a winner! Alright gentlemen Fuck you guys I'm doing my topic now Fuck you well, You normally do You go second anyway Yeah I feel kind of bad Cause you Why? know I don't know yours was people all, died in Cambodia Yours was all fucking serious and shit Yeah Well we need a bit Something to light the mood 
Yeah. yeah. All right, gentlemen. We are going to be disgusting. C- disgusting? We are disgusting. We'll be disgusting, disgusting most of the night. Uh, we are going to be discussing, and this is a, you know, I'm a, you know, you know how I roll. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation Five. Oh, oh yeah! As always, my sources for this evening: uh, Tom's Guide. You can find that at www.tomsguideoneword.com. Cool. And Wikipedia. So now, lads, as I am sure you are aware, because you are gamers yourselves, indeed, that the next generation, the next generation console, is just over a year away. And the PS5 rumors are starting to fly around all over the place. Wee! Sony has already confirmed that the next generation console is in development. Even the specification have been leaked. Yeah, specs. Yeah, we specs. Like, we we all love specs. specs. Yeah, we love specs. How fast is it going to be? How fast is it? Pretty fast. All right. So, in an interview with Wired, Sony's Mark Cerny. <laughs> oh, let's get like. Oh, his last name sounds like Cerny. It could be Cerny. It could be Cerny, but oh, I'm yeah. going to go with Cerny. Cerny. Yeah, Cerny. He revealed several key specs for the next-gen console, which is yet to have an official name, but the development project has been called Prospero. Um, Prospero. Prospero. Oh, wait. Prospero, was it? It's not the PlayStation Kevin, then. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the PlayStation Kevin! <laughs> and it's just, it's just the PlayStation, like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you, I don't know if you remember, but uh, it must be like a development thing they do because the Xbox One that was their development project was Project Scorpio. Oh, so that's what that was called before it was called the Xbox One. So uh, this is called Project Prospero uh, for the so PS5. They, so they give it like cool ass names. Yeah, but when it's in development. Yeah, Has, hasn't there like been a name leaked for the Xbox as well? Scarlet. I was going to go uh, Yeah, I thought later. it was like Violet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, Project, yeah. Project Scarlet is the oh, next Xbox. So. Sweet. Mm. Now, it will be powered by a CPU that is based on AMD's third generation 8-core Ryzen processor. So they're... Mm. Wah, mm. Wah. AMD. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But... Intel, man. Sorry. I know, but it's got 8 cores. It's oh, got to be... A whole 8. <laughs> a whole 8. It's got to be all right. Uh, so, yeah, it's based on AMD's third-generation 8-core Ryzen processor, um, as well as a custom GPU, uh, which, for players at home, stands for a graphical processing unit. Yes, graphics great. processor unit. That's a custom GPU as yep. well as... So, oh, it's going okay. to be based on the AMD mm-hmm. uh, the AMD Radeon Navi line. Yeah. Uh, the GPU's power has been leaked at 2 gigahertz, uh, which, at the moment, as it stands, will be double the power of the Xbox One X and deliver comparable performance to the NVIDIA's RTX 2080. Wow. So, yeah. On par with those. Yeah. So you're, talk- you're, you're talking consoles are really now becoming gaming PCs. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, and most of you tech heads out there will know what we're talking about if you have half a clue. So If not, it's just like really fast. Yeah. Like if, if PlayStation 4 <laughs> is fast... PlayStation 5 is going to be really fast. Really, really, really fast. Really, really fast. <laughs> um, so, and for all you real tech heads out there, like you massive tech heads, um, that equates to 9.2 teraflops of processing power when using the, what? I'm sure, I'm sure that's a joke. What? No, teraflops. <laughs> 
teraflops. It's nine teraflops. Yeah, no, nine point two teraflops. A triceratops. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. You know the three horned dinosaur. The triceratops. He's really fast. <laughs> triceratops. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. What do you? You can't just let me talk about my fucking shit. You're just listening about kids being killed in Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make jokes and put them back. 9.2 up, so I got, Cambodian I got, flops. <laughs> I got quite sad reading my topic, so I want to. I want to make it like I want to. All right, all right. It. Um, it's it's basically. I'll explain what a flop is. Um, <laughs> sure you right. On this episode, episode like, six, the flop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah, nice. There's a oh, title. Yeah. There's a title. The triceraflops. Triceraflops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, my flop would John, be more like question this. marks. Done. <laughs> My flop would be more like <laughs> same. Yeah. Uh, Snippies. So yeah. So for all you real tech ads out there, it equates to nine point two teraflops of processing power when using the RDNA architecture. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain what all this sort of means in a so minute. So good. Clued up. Or roughly fourteen teraflops on the GCN architecture. Now, I don't know what the architectures are specifically, but when they program graphics, they use obviously different programs mm-hmm. for building the graphics, running them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so what a flop is, it's a floating point operations per second. Uh, that's the abbreviation. Yeah, yeah. A flop. Um, it's a measure of computing performance. Basically, it's how many instructions per second the GPU can handle. So, and a teraflop or a tera is 10 to the power of 12. Yep. So that, yeah. So it can yeah. do that many instructions per second, which means that, they can do more. A shit ton. Yeah, a shit ton of graphical processing. And so. a, way, a way to kind of visualize this for people that don't have a clue, look at when like the Xbox first came out. I know you're PlayStation, but the Xbox mm. or the PlayStation 3 first came out. The yeah. first <clears throat> games that came out compared to the latest games before the transition to the new consoles, mm. the graphics are considerably different. Mm. Mm. And it, that was more noticeable on like what they called the next-gen consoles at yeah. the time. So like, yeah, Xbox 360, the first games, like wh- when you went from like, the first Assassin's Creed to mm. the most recent one that's available on the Xbox 360, you'll notice yeah. a comparable difference because mm. the the program and the way they designed the games got better because they could utilize the power of the console more. Yeah. Albeit it would like... Using more and, flops. Yeah. We use, we use all the flaps. Use all the flaps. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make a game and use all the flaps. And use all the flaps. Uh, so the graphics card will also allow the PS5 to, to deliver uh, ray tracing. Uh, which is an ultra-realistic lighting technology that was first made popular by NVIDIA's RTX cards for the PC. Yeah. yeah. So for people who don't know what ray tracing is, uh, it's a rendering technique that creates a graphical image based on virtual light and how the lighting source would interact with virtual objects along an image plane. Mm. Um, ray tracing can replace traditional render of lighting effects in games and create new, uh, create a far more lifelike depiction of scenes that are based on how light actually interacts with the real world. So instead of having a pre-programmed light cycling over a game, for example, where the mm. moon hit and it'll hit something else, this is sort of, it randomizes it all so it becomes more... Yeah, I think it's... Straight trace. live, live yeah, action. Live, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. More yeah. organic as opposed to computer. Yeah, like a couple of the first games where you had two light options, off and on. <laughs> yeah. like that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Reflections off, yeah. reflections, reflections on. on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but they're, now they're talking about like uh, two giving you a, a basic example of it. Um, if there was a cutscene, you would now see like refractions of light in the character's eyeballs yeah. and shit like, like it's getting cool. real. Yeah. 
Wicked. Um, so the system CPU. Uh, will allow for even better 3D audio, which is self-explanatory. Yeah. I mean, they've got 3D audio now, but apparently it's going to be better. Yeah. Uh, the power of the PS5 will also allow for 8K resolution, which is currently capped at 4. Yep. So it's going to double that. Yep. Um, and here's where it gets good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So for the first time ever, I think, I think it's the first time ever. Mm. You guys might know. Okay. Might not know. Uh, the console would be getting an SSD or a solid state drive. Yes. Now, That's cool. For those who don't know, this basically means that certain operations or tasks can be preloaded. So normally these types of things have to be loaded off the hard drive or the disk, mm-hmm. uh, hence loading screens uh, and, and restrictions on open worlds and stuff like that. So yeah. um, <clears throat> basically now those operations will be preloaded onto the SSD once the game boots up. So in essence, there shouldn't be or there'll be minimal loading screens. Mm. Yes, I can... Cool talk about that because my computer sits with an SSD mm. um, there's a noticeable like a very noticeable difference gaming from like when the game's drawn off an SSD to when it's drawn off a, a moving hard disk so the hard, like a current hard disk play, PS4 it's a spinning disk there's actually yeah. a disk inside it spins SSD solid state drive it's like it's very quick Instant, yeah. however the gaming community excuse me they're starting to move to M2 cards like large data M2 cards which mm. are even quicker than SSDs <clears throat> So it's coming, and it's the same with everything with computer parts. As time goes on, the parts reduce in price, yeah. and they, it makes it more affordable. Of course. When I got this computer, it was only a 128 SSD, and that was pushing the price out to get, like, you know, double up next. But PS4, my gamble would be a 512 SSD at least. Mm. That's uh, PS4, PS5, the new one. That yeah. would be my gamble as to what they're probably going to aim for to get in there. <clears throat> Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's so quick. It's ridiculously quick, especially yeah. to game off. I put a, like I would install a game from Steam. I change my Steam directory to to the SSD just to play with it, just to see. What is it? How quick it is? Oh my god, I'm in! Well, you know, like that's you know that's how quick it is. But you know, I had to draw them off my uh, SSD because I've just got my operating system on that. Yeah. So if you're gonna have the whole system coming mm. off that, that's gonna be ridiculously fast. Yeah. I don't think it's the whole system. I think it has a hard drive and a solid state. Yeah, I think I could. Be oh, wrong. oh, so they're really going for like gaming PC. Yeah, type. yeah, yeah. So I think I think I think the solid state is, yeah, just purely going to be for certain operations, but they'll still have the hard drive for right. So that I yeah, think. yeah, I could be wrong. Oh my, my <coughs> conservative gamble would be a five twelve SSD and yeah. a two terabyte hard drive. Hard drive. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So let's see how it goes. If I, if I'm right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty. And cool. you can buy me a beer. Yeah. There was a demonstration of this hardware, uh, which showed a portion of Marvel Spider-Man, which I don't know if you played it. No, it's looks a pretty good. Though. Sweet game, good yeah. game, good graphics, uh, very fluid gameplay. Um, the so they showed a portion of Marvel Spider-Man that normally takes about fifteen seconds to load, mm. like a blank loading screen with a thing. Uh, they ran it off the SSD, and it took less than one second. Damn. So that's the comparable difference in yeah. load times. Um, so this also means that the graphic the graphical rendering will be dramatically faster, mm. um, which means that games will have less limitations on open worlds or the speed at which the open worlds can be traversed. Mm. So like with, again, Marvel's Spider-Man, they were saying they had to limit the speed you could swing through the city at because the city needs to render before you go mm. into that. Yeah, so, yeah. But now with this new SSD, that's going to be non-existent. Oh, shit. So you could essentially... 
move as fast as you wanted, sort of. There are still limitations, but... On that as well, though, um, when you're talking about rendering, it depends how a game's coded and the game's designed. Mm. Um, I play on Scum. Great game, and it's still in uh, development. You know, it's 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 the it's the alpha we're playing, but it's still like it's still in in production. They're changing stuff and doing hotfixes all the time. But that's that's one game, for example, where those guys are constantly changing how the world interacts with you with you. So like how you interact. Now maybe this is maybe this is more just like server optimization to make the game flow more because it's mostly well, it's all multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, you can play single player. That's a small aspect of the game. But they've designed the way they've designed it. They're always changing how the world renders, you know, such as your your render distance will mm-hmm. render, you know, the environment or, like, the land, and then the buildings will come and then something else. Like, this is on a basic level. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it depends how a game's designed, like, and how they want, how they do it, and it depends how much yeah. interaction you've got with the environment as well. Yeah. The more interaction, the longer something's going to have to to render. render. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's, and it, that, it's all... It's all like, and that all comes down with to the teraflops again. Like yeah. Instructions per second, and yeah, yeah. it's a scary Someone. animal. Try seraphlops. <coughs> oh no, wait! It wasn't a bird, was it? No, it was a. a well, we, yeah, try seraphlops. Three horned. Uh, so, <laughs> as the way the trends are going these days, which I don't necessarily agree with, um, there's going to be a big emphasis on cloud gaming. Or, cl- or game streaming, mm-hmm. stream games, whatever. Uh, everyone seems to be jumping on board, uh, especially with the Google Stadia, which is a new system that's coming out. Where yeah, they, they're doing Xbox as well with Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they didn't they release an Xbox that's discless, discless. I'm not sure. Did they? I think they are. Or they're going to. Yeah, 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 they are. Or they. So it, yeah, I think it's like yeah. Anyway, um, but I don't I don't agree with it here. Um, purely because of our internet. Yeah. I don't see how our internet would be fast enough to stream the games or the AAA titles that we have these days. Yeah. Not at I don't think it'd be fast enough. So, um, but Sony has confirmed that the PS5 will have a disc drive. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's good. Um, so most signs are pointing to a late 2020 release as Mm. expected. Yeah. Um, around the holiday season, with a price tag of about four ninety nine, um, that's not bad for a first time. I couldn't release. I, I couldn't work out if that was US. It can have to be. Well, what's but, what's that in our money? Uh, probably about seven. I don't know. Well, even, even no, I know. Yeah, and this is this yeah. is good because yeah. I did Google the price uh, in Australia, and it still came up with four ninety nine. Um, but I expect it to be more. Now, some people are talking that it's going to be in the $800 mark, which, if it has the almost the processing power of a PC, I'm happy with that. If it's a PC in a box and it's $800, I'm happy with that. Because most of your top-end gaming PCs or reasonable gaming PCs are above 1000 Yeah, easy. So, yeah. so I'm happy with that. Well, um, 499 US translates to 736 Australian. Yeah. So I, I would probably expect somewhere around the seven or eight hundred dollar mark over here. Um, Microsoft has already confirmed that their latest project, Project Scarlet, mm-hmm. um, is set for release in the holiday season of twenty twenty. Now, obviously, Sony will have to compete with them. Yeah. So as we can expect it. Yeah. Um, now there are big games coming out uh, the end of the the end of this year and the start of next year, like uh, The Last of Us Two, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Death Stranding. Uh, 
Star Wars, The Fallen Order. Yeah, there's, like there's so many. Yeah. Big so, hitters. Yeah, so these are all coming out late this year, early next, whatever, which is good because the PS5 will be backwards compatible, which is hey. good. Cool. But some of the some of the games I'm very keen to get announced on the PS5 with its capabilities mm-hmm. are the Horizon Zero Dawn sequels yeah, and the God of War sequels. God of War be meant. That'd be sick. Oh, man, how graphic is that going to be? It's going to be fucking oh, awesome. Oh, man, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, so there's plenty we still don't know, but uh, there are a few other rumors that I picked on. So it's rumored that the it will have an inbuilt camera for live streaming. Oh. Don't really care. FBI is going to keep watching us. Yeah, I'll probably put some tape over that. Yeah, definitely because yeah, conspiracies I'll put and things. Some tape over that. Um, a recently discovered Sony pattern suggests the uh, PS5 could have a Siri-like virtual assistant. Cool. Mm. So there uh, are there are PlayStation. <laughs> I have PlayStation! I have PlayStation! <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, so, it's already got voice commands, but this is going to be more like... Yeah. More Xbox. It's more Because like, Xbox, like, you can, like, like yeah. just walk in. Oh, fancy playing the Xbox One turn on. And it just goes like... Yeah. Hello. You can, yeah. yeah. You want to play GTA? Oh, have you seen those videos of the uh, guys who had their, their usernames as, like, uh, Xbox Off? And stuff like that. So, yeah. So when people go, "Oh, that that Xbox off killed me again," it turns their Xbox it, it, off. Oh yeah, because yeah. the guy's like, "Oh, that Xbox turn off." Can't say, oh no, 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 no. Because <laughs> like, like their 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 screens coming up like powering yeah. down, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And then they just <laughs> it's like, I'll show you after. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. You can do the one uh, even with a headset. You don't even because you normally need the camera, but you mm. use the headset, and you can say. For example, Xbox Xbox record that and it records thirty seconds previously for whatever you had done thirty seconds mm. ago online. Whatever doesn't matter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And that's what yeah these guys are playing like Call of Duty and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so they, and they yeah. just like kick each other. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Good. Um, <laughs> that's the type of shit I do like, yeah, all the time. Yeah. So there's another pattern that's been leaked on the design for the console. It looks pretty chunky. But I'm okay with that, especially if it's got all this power. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be. Like, it's going to be. It's going to be a lot to it. Yeah. Um, kind of looks like a small jetpack. Cool. Oh, that's yeah, cute. On, on the pattern. That's cute. Pattern. So it's got like a V shape with two tubes that run down the side, and and for the Scottish people, there's a tartan version. Hmm. There's not a Mac. It's called the Mac PlayStation Five. Um. Now. This is my own rumour that I want to... Well, not a rumour, but a question. That you're starting. You're starting the rumour. I'm starting it. Will they make it native mouse and keyboard compatible? Seems to be the thing these days. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'll leave you with that thought. Excellent. Thank you very much, Chris. Well. Well, I. Well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to bring the tone of the conversation down once more. What's more, Jerry? What's <laughs> more, Jerry? Frame this, with the voice. This one's for Jerry. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Who's Les? Les <laughs> Les and gentlemen. Les and gentlemen. Lads. <laughs> hey, lads. That leads us perfectly on to uh, segue into my topic about the Matamoros ritual killings. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. These occurred uh, in 1989. And the one victim we do know about is a Mark Kilroy. Oh, that's an unfortunate yeah. last name. He never or killed. He never killed Roy. Indeed, for him, he didn't kill Roy though. Um, no. So 
Mark was a university student studying medicine at a university in Texas. And he and his four friends took a car ride from their respective universities in Texas to the town of Brownsville, Texas. Brownsville is on the USA-Mexico border. Uh, and the closest town in Mexico is Matamoros, which at the time had a major draw card that the drinking age was only 16. Ooh. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's like, uh, I think France is like 14. Yeah. <clears throat> like, it's certain European countries. There's well, I got. Like no I went to a, because uh, it's obviously October at the moment, so I went to a website, to a German website for a beer I was looking at. Oh, yeah. And it told me, please confirm whether you are 16 years of age or not entering this website. And normally when it's... Uh, an adult website they tell you it's 18 so oh, yeah. yeah yeah cool cool fair enough uh, I was buying piss when I was 14 anyway so yeah probably on account of the beard yeah it's probably because you look like an old man <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, this Sorry. 14 year old child looks like Gandalf <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> shall not hit puberty <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mark and his <clears throat> friends head to Brownsville for a night of drinking. They parked their vehicle on the USI... US, oh, USI. Got me to USI! The um, United States of Infection! <laughs> I'm literally first paragraph. <laughs> He's got like eight pages in his shit. Okay. So Mark and his friends head to Brownsville for a night of drinking. They parked their vehicle on the USA side of the border, walked through the customs and into Mexico and onto Matamoros. The group enjoyed themselves and consumed the recommended dosage before heading back home to their car and hotel for the night. Just before they reached the bridge near the border, Mark decided he needed to pee. So he stepped off the road. He's like, sorry, both. I got to take a piss. Pretty fucking much. I got piss. So he stepped off the road and onto some some nearby bushes while the rest of the group walked on. The group crossed the border into the US and they reached their hotel and Mark was nowhere to be found. (gasps) Dun, dun. Wait up, guys! I'm still taking a piss. <coughs> Obviously, this um, the, they woke up the next morning and Mark wasn't there. Still, and this obviously drew a lot of uh, that's concern. That's a long piss. Yeah, that's <laughs> a long piss. You drank a lot of water. <laughs> drank a lot of water. Um, <coughs> and they reported it to the local Brownsville police. Uh, 48, 48 hours later, they reported it as normally people would have returned after a big weekend out. <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. This uh, drew a lot of attention to uh, the public as well as a reward for his return. $15,000 within a couple of days of him. Really? Being, yeah. He that's must quick. Been, he must have been yeah. well liked. Yeah. 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 That's quick to get a reward going. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus. the case was also featured on America's Most Wanted. Hmm. But how, how could he yep. be wanted? Is, missing. Is, is he's America's most missing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he's, not, he's not most wanted. Wow. Or was he? Oh, okay. Brownsville police would normally work very closely with the Mexican federal federal police, but once Kilroy went missing, they closed their ranks. Yeah. Brownsville um, police would additionally run drug enforcement operations together, and shortly after Kilroy went missing, the lead detective from Brownsville police got a call from the Mexican comandante, which is like an inspector with the police, saying that they'd found Mark. Uh, Brownsville police drove to Matamoros where they met up with the Mexican federales at an isolated hut. There they found a male called, I'm going to butcher this, but Serafin Hernandez, who was known to them as a drug dealer. When he when asked whether he knew Mark, Serafin said yes. He told police he had kidnapped Mark and took him to the hut. Hernandez told police that he had been feeding Mark before he was killed. Police asked Serafin where his body was and Hernandez replied, which one? 
Ooh. What? C. <laughs> <laughs> he chopped him up with a machete. We got like three marks. Well, <laughs> Hernandez told police that Mark had been there and pointed to a tin and tar paper shack on the property. Now, I want to read this from uh, my source, which was the Roll- a Rolling Stone uh, article from 1989. Yeah. Oh, Rolling Stone covered this? Yeah. Fucking hell. So it was written by... They wanted by, the 15 grand, clearly. Yeah, it was written by Guy Garcia. They're called Believers Occult Murders in Mexico. So mm. this is from a 1989 article from Guy Garcia in the Rolling Stone, and it says, and I quote, but the federales were unprepared what, for what happened next. And what had become a routine procedure, they showed a photograph to Kilroy on the ranch to the ranch caretaker, which was Seraphin, and asked that he had seen the American, missing American. Yes, Kilroy had been there. The caretaker had told them, pointing it to a corral and a tin paper, tar paper shack on the rise about 400 metres away. As the lawmen approached the corral, they were engulfed by a sickening stench of decaying flesh. Buried in several shallow graves in the immediate area were the remains of 12 males. <coughs> 12 males. 12 males. 12 people. 12 people. Fuck. Including the mutilated body of Mark Kilroy. Oh, Some of the victims had been slashed with knives, others shot. At least one had been burned, another hung. Many had been severely disfigured, their hearts ripped out, their eyes, ears and testicles removed. One wow. had been decapitated. Eventually three more bodies would be found in the area, bringing the total... Corpse count to fifteen. Holy fuck! Yeah. <clears throat> Inside, this is the this is a big clincher. Inside the windowless shack, the federales were confronted with another ghastly sight. On the blood smeared floor, amid a battery of still glowing candles, stood an iron kettle filled with iron and wooden spikes, a charred human brain, and a roasted turtle. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, what? What? Other urns? Miss schools eh? Yeah. I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> Other ruins contained a grisly stew of congealed blood, human hair, and animal parts. Scattered about the room were coconut shells, cigars, and cane liquor, an iron bed frame, a heavy electrician's tape, and a blood-caked machete and a hammer. Machete. What the fuck were they doing in that house? These objects should not be together in any way, shape, or form. It wasn't like a... Like that combination of things. Police also (laughs) discovered a large oil drum that had been used to boil some of the victims. One witness described the scene as a human slaughterhouse. Hmm. One of the first Americans to arrive at the site was Lieutenant George Cavito of the Cameron County Sheriff's Department, whose jurisdiction included Brownsville. And he said, and I quote, I've been on the force 15 years and there are no words to describe what I saw there. So, this is laying the picture for it. Now, That's just the picture. Yeah. <coughs> so, Cambodia the, sounds like a great laugh. Compared to what happened here. So the, what happened is these gentlemen were a bunch of drug dealers. These drug dealers started practicing a th- thing called uh, Palo Mayorba. And Palo Mayorba is the evil twin of Santeria. Do you know what Santeria is? Mm, vaguely. It's an... Uh, it's, an old ship. <laughs> it's an old wooden <laughs> ship. Um, it's an old ruin bit. It's uh, like a voodoo or Haitian uh, African Congo type... Uh, Religion, like a like a Mexican equivalent, sort of. No, so it's it's been brought across. So, um, Palo Mayorba is described as Santeria's evil twin. Palo Mayorba priest is called a palero, who uses an iron or clay pot to complete rituals. The use of human sacri- or animal sacrifices is commonplace. Yep. Yeah. 
when the police spoke to Serafin, the caretaker, and said who had killed these people, they had said his name was El Padrino, which in Mexican is the godfather. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, his name is, excuse me, a butcher the hell out of this. El Pacino. Is, yeah, it's El Pacino. It El Pacino Al was conducting human sacrifices <sighs> in Mexico at the time. Al Pacino, not again. Get Al Pacino's agent on the phone. <laughs> Uh, the godfather or El Padrino was Adolfo de Jesus Conzanzo. Well done. Oh, nice. Well done. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like nice. that? Yep. And uh, he had fled the scene before whilst police were there. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. So what they did is they couldn't find him. So the way they drew him out was they set fire to his shack mm -hmm. and the iron pot. Now, the iron pot with uh, Paolo Mayoba is very, very sacred. Sacred. Ah. Uh, they took a film crew out there and they filmed them burning it. And within two days, Ooh. they had his location. Hmm. Oh, so it's like uh, propaganda. Yeah. Well, just to get this one guy, though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So they we found his location within two days. It's like if uh, it's like if someone took my PlayStation. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah. I'd find him like pretty he, quick. Like he wouldn't just go on his uh, his PC or laptop and just like change his PlayStation password and log out and do it the, the way no, you can I'd fix it. No, no, he would he would go I'd and find, find him. him. Yeah. Or I'd yeah. let them find me, and then they'd feel their wrath. But they, but they know where you are because they took your PlayStation from your house. Mm. I was trying to make. <laughs> Sorry, quit ruining shit. Sorry, stop being realistic, Rick. So not it wasn't only just the caretaker, and it wasn't only just the El, El, El Padrino, the Godfather. There was a number of the followers that felt this. Mm. They believed that they were bulletproof. They believed that they were invisible. They could turn themselves invisible and they would not get caught. Watching, <laughs> pretty much, <coughs> the, watching the video, the video of the, the actual the crime scene video, which is on documentary I found on YouTube. Ooh. You can, they can literally, they're talking and it's the most open conversation about dead bodies I've ever heard. The guys are, yep, they're here. This is them here. They got hit with machetes. It's completely, completely mental. Hmm. So within two days, they had his location, and I don't know whether you've heard much about the Mexican police, but they don't do a lot of investigating. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yep. Yeah. so Constanzo had a partner in crime called The Witch. Uh, her name, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she wasn't called, like, Sandra or anything no. like that. No, no. Her real no. name's Sarah. But, yeah, oh, yeah. that was close. Yeah. Hey, Sarah, Sarah the Witch. Sarah Aldretti, the godmother, or uh, the witch. She weighs she, the same as a duck. For all the Monty Python fans. <laughs> Burn the witch! Burn her! Well, she turned me into a newt! I, no I got better. <laughs> Sorry. So, she, basically, they were... Uh, she would assist El Padrino with all the rituals, uh, as well as procuring people for the pot. With Paolo Maloba, they the iron pot or clay pot is... Uh, paramount to the rituals for Axum's sake during animal sacrifice if they wanted uh, the pot to become stronger they would add uh, animal muscle to it if they wanted it to be smarter they'd add animal brains to it if they wanted oh, it to okay. be yeah, younger yeah, yeah. they would put young animals in the pot mm. and cook it yeah. these drug dealers believed that they'd taken their thing up to the next level and started using human sacrifice yeah, Mark was as I said you before was a medical student and his brain was put into the pot and that was his brain that was put into the pot yeah so they're like well, I mean they probably didn't know he was a medical well no, they, might, they might have got in, they might have extracted that information from him exactly right yeah, so okay, they, okay. They, that's what they did they would hunt 
out people, particular people for particular rituals. For example, uh, I'm not going into too much detail, but they wanted <coughs> youth in the pot so they would hunt children to put into Fuck the pot. Um, if they wanted uh, muscles, obviously they used muscles to make the pot stronger. Um, and further that, when they found Mark's grave in his body, they found a coat hanger sticking out of the ground. And when they asked Seraph and the caretaker as to why there was a coat hanging into the ground, it wasn't to hang clothes. They and they wound a wire around the spinal column of Mark and dragged it up. So when he finally decomposed, they could pull his spine out of the ground and turn it into a necklace. Well, that's yeah, not cool. No, and. It said after about two days, after burning the uh, nanga, which is the iron pot, they found him in Mexico City. Um, the Mexican federales went up and introduced themselves, and the investigation was short, cut pretty short when he was riddled with bullets. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. Sounds, yeah. sounds about how the way so, you deal with things. A little bit of uh, street justice, but Sarah Aldriti, or the witch, the godmother, was charged with a number of the surviving followers for kidnapping and murder. I don't know what they're... Uh, the results of the cases mm. were, but they were charged with murder. I'm sure what, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very I'm sure similar. death was punishment. Indeed. What about the caretaker? Yeah, Did, he got charged. Yeah, whole, okay. all of them got charged. Yeah, uh, but they thought they were bulletproof, which is the weird thing. So mm. I'll, I'll go for his full name again. It's Adolfo <coughs> Adolfo de Jesus Constanzo and his followers believed that they were bulletproof, could turn invisible, and believed that they could never get caught as drug dealers with the use of black magic and human sacrifice. But the reality of the situation, the only magic trick they really knew had was being a bullet sponge. <laughs> hey! Opposite of what they thought would happen. Wow. Yeah. And do we know the numbers of the group? Like, the fo- like how many people don't believe in this? So like don't have followers, but when they've gone looking for bodies after ever, the dust cleared, I think it was a total... I actually have the total number right here. The total number of the bodies found was 23... Bodies in Matamoros and forty-six bodies in Mexico City. Fucking hell! Out. So, sixty-nine bodies. That's mm. a that's a lot of people. Mm. And that's just not like regular killed people. Like those no. people would have suffered. One hundred percent. They were horrible. tortured. Yeah. Again, I've, I have literally just glazed over the entire topic. There's a whole <coughs> of other spin-off topics and talks about it with it. But if, obviously, if people are interested, I can deep dive into it later on. But I would like to know how big this cult was. Yeah. We should do a we should do cult, a bit more cultists on this one. Yeah, I can do that next time. Yeah. I'll dig into it next time. Mm. I want to try and dabble into the Palomayorba a wee bit. And yeah, that'd be cool. Which is black magic. And Mister mm. Kilroy just went for a piss, didn't yeah. come back. They dragged him, kidnapped him in a van, and drove him out to uh, and drove him out to Matamoros, where he was turned into uh, uh, yeah human soup. So, mm. moral of the story is: if your mate's going for a piss, have his back. Yeah, or, or don't go to Mexico. Well, I'm thinking it's nice, a place, in places. So, wow, that's... Yeah. yeah. Jesus. It's cray cray in the worst way. Wow. And that, 1989? Yeah. 1989. <laughs> he was found, I think it was uh, two weeks later, to, well, after once all everything, all the dust settled and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, in theory, there's still people that believe and practice this. Yep. Yep. He was... Palero to the Palomayoba, I've probably butchered that, but Palomayoba priests are still, it's still up and running in Mexico, Spain, um, and all the yeah, Caribbean countries. It'd be interesting to wow. know if this was the first and only case of human sacrifice. 
Because, I mean, they they can still practice it because it's animals, yeah. usually. Yeah. I guess, um, depending on <clears throat> the country and the, re- like, the part of the country where it happened, for example, uh, a rural part of a second or third world country, it's unlikely to be documented yeah. that it mm. took place. Mm. Exactly right. You know, and that that's probably why they got caught because it was like right on the border. Whereas if they like practiced <coughs> it way out, mm. way out California way, well, like, way, way be, out in the sticks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. To be fair, the, like they never would well, have known. The only reason they found out about this is because they went looking for an American. Well, it's the reason they got caught is Seraphin, the caretaker, mm. was found at a roadblock with a large amount of cannabis. He was found with a massive oh. amount of cannabis. <clears throat> and when they showed him the picture of Mark, he said, See. See. And so yeah. it was, he knew him. Yeah. Oh, so that, maybe they were trying to stuck it, tr- struck a deal with him for the cannabis? No, nah, it's more of the fact that they had a short and curls. I suggest he probably would have been... Uh, Better to... Yeah, explain himself. Up, otherwise, yeah. he would have. Yeah, and they thought they were bulletproof. They thought they were going to get away yeah. with it. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So they, those people that, uh, that were alive and got caught, they probably faced the gun anyway, didn't they? Yeah, or well, some kind of public very, execution. Yeah. Well, not public, but execution. I can find out for next time anyway, and throw yeah. it up as a bit of an update. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's find out as well what happened to Seraphin's brother, Paraffin. So there we have a gentleman, a cult in Mexico, PlayStation Five, and the Civil War of Cambodia. Mm. Yeah, an eclectic six. mix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is an eclectic mix. Mm. Um, unfortunately, my next cast topic is pro- it's, it's quite dark and it's quite, you know, di- it's a bit of a downer as well. Mm. Um, but it's educational. So, you know, it's, it's and it's something I never learned about until very recently. Same with the Cambodian Civil War and the genocide. Yeah. So, you know, informative. Let's keep, keep it that way. Yeah. Because we're not all about jokes. No. no. Mostly. We're about learning. Yes. What about knowledge? I've learned a lot. And humour. Talking to you guys. Have you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything I read out was lies. <laughs> it wasn't. I'm sorry to the people of Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On, on that note, gentlemen of industry. Yep. Listeners galore. Thank you.